0: Go we'll talk to Jeremy Reisman, pride of Detroit Lions NFL insider. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. And Jeremy, man, you go back to when they're sitting atop the draft board at one and six to where they are now in season. I'm trying to compare it to anything else I've seen in the national football league.
1: Yeah, it, it's, kind of stunning there's there's really no other word for it i mean you, you maybe you go back to that season which the i think the line started 0-7 and then they they fire martin mayhew and then they come back and, and win you know like six of their last eight or so but they were never really in playoff contention or anything like that so this is this is a little bit different and obviously there was no like major mid-season changes that they made um to, to their coaching staff i mean obviously they, they did let go of their um, defensive backs coach, but um, no, this, I, I don't think, I, you know, just what you were just saying there, I don't think anyone could have predicted such a drastic turnaround, even though I think a lot of people were like, okay, let's, let's wait and see how they're playing at the end of the year, because they've got such a young roster. Let's let them get better, learn the system a little bit more, get healthier. There, there were signs that this could happen, but not probably to this magnitude. So it's, it's, it's stunning. And, and I don't, I don't know if I have anything I could compare it to either.
0: Jerry Reisman from Pride of Detroit, uh, Lions Insider, joining us here on the Huled Show across Michigan. I opened the show a couple hours ago with, hey, here's why uh, they've made this incredible in-season comeback. One, the influx of youth and speed on defense, uh, golf playing out of his mind, the O-line. I would throw in play calling, uh, which uh, is the play calling a lot of people have clamored for, in-game adjustments, uh, like the Sewell call to close out the game last night was one of the best uh, in-game play calls I've ever seen uh, from an NFL coaching staff. Just everything they're doing right now is working from Jamison Williams and picking the right spot for him. And you watch that highlight when it's slow motion; he's still running fast.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think I think you, you nailed it. Um, the coaching staff deserves a lot of credit. And and listen, like if that if that play to Sewell doesn't work. We're, we're probably on the other end of the conversation, right? Um, obviously, the Lions would still be in a, a good position to win that game. But if they don't, then we're questioning it in the same way we were questioning, you know, a couple weeks ago with the, against the Bills when they throw deep on a third and one. And and you could say the same thing about the fake punt. But um, when when they're working, they're they're really bold. They're really good calls. And, and listen, it, it may sound unconventional to put the game in, in Panay Sewell's hands. But at the same time, that dude is a really, really good athlete, and, and you practice this sort of stuff. Um, I, you know, I witness this every Friday. They they throw a bunch of passes to their offensive linemen. I think part of it is for fun. I think part of it is they're trying to see who they could throw to in, in some of these trick plays to catch people off guard. And it, it's really kind of fascinating to see them be so aggressive because I think they were this aggressive last year, but I think the question was would they still be doing this sort of thing when they don't necessarily need to? when they're winning games without them. And I think Dan Campbell and, and Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator, have, have answered that and said, yeah, like, no, this is just who we are. We're a team that's going to be aggressive, whether we're up two scores or down three. Um, and and that to me is, is very exciting as a fan myself, because I, I mean, not only is it entertaining, not only is that how you win football games, by keeping your, your foot on the pedal, but it's, it's fun. Like this team is just a very fun, entertaining team to watch right now.
0: You know, right now from on the field uh, with the coaching staff, Uh, Everybody seems to be doing their job, like maximizing effort, maximizing what they need to do, coming together, things that, again, I go through my life as a Lions fan, even with superstars like Sanders, uh, Stafford, uh, Calvin, uh, I've never seen the complete team effort that I'm seeing right now since this team was one and six.
1: Yeah and and that was kind of the major message when the team was 1 in 6, right? Is that the, the players aren't trusting themselves, they're not trusting the guy next to them. They're trying to do more than their specific job because they they don't trust the guy next to them. So they're overcompensating and it's almost like a, you know, a, a domino effect where if one guy isn't doing his job, then the next guy is compensating for him and not doing his job and it's just no one's trusting each other and, you know, now now that we're kind of in the future now we can we can kind of look back and say, "Well, okay, that's actually understandable right these are a bunch of new players playing with each other for the first time you know this one thing that that we've heard Aaron Glenn the defensive coordinator say the last couple weeks is this just from last year to this year they only carried over two starters on 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 defense Aleem McNeil and Alex Anzalone everyone else that's playing right now wasn't starting for this defense just last year same coaching staff same GM all that stuff just last year so it it, it makes sense that it, it took them six seven eight games to really find their their niche find their chemistry between each other unfortunately that that dug them in a pretty good hole that, that they're just now starting to climb out of and and may not be able to be uh, enough to, to climb into a, a playoff position but at the same time it's completely understandable and and then you look forward a lot of these guys are going to be back next year a lot of these guys are going to be healthy next year ideally and and hopefully that means next year they'll, they'll hit the ground running unlike like they did for the first two years under dan campbell
0: yeah, it kind of hit the ground running this year and then uh, hit the wall uh, with that Vikings call, which I thought Campbell last week saying, it will haunt me for the rest of my life. I found that to be, I'm not going to go as deep as a watershed moment, but for a head coach to be that honest about his mistake, yeah. I, obviously the team follows him. But to me, I've never heard that from any coach where he just owned it. Uh, he understands it. It it will haunt him because you may be looking back, whether it's a tie between the Giants and the Commanders or that game, you were that close to being a playoff team and really achieving what I thought this team would do. And all I said was 9-8, and playing meaningful games uh, in December. You can't go back and rewind anything. But you mentioned the flip over from only two defensive starters. I'm watching this game yesterday, and where I'm excited, not – I, the the playoffs, still, man. There's there's a long road there to get there this year, but the youth on this team, the influx, and I keep using that word of young talent with speed, Jeremy. There is yeah. no comparable roster or team ever in the history of the Lions where you looked at that speed on defense. Yeah, we've had guys who can run on offense, but I'm talking that youth and that speed on defense is the difference in what's making this team special. Yeah,
1: and, and they can they can reload even more next year, right? That's again, that's all the reason to be more excited is the defense is starting to finally gel together. It's a bunch of young players who are going to be back next year and the Lions have four picks in the top two rounds next year. Mm. It, it it it's I mean it's really good position to be in and that's why you know, I'm trying to not put all my eggs in in the let's make the playoffs this year basket. Like if they do That's awesome. It's going to be really exciting for Detroit. It's great. But if they don't, let's say they go three and one down the stretch and that's not enough. And they go to nine and eight and they they just miss out. Well, that also means they were eight and two down the stretch and they have all these things working for them next year. And of course, success at the end of this year doesn't mean success at the beginning of next year. It's not necessarily how it works. Progress isn't always linear. Maybe you hit hit the injury bug. Maybe some guys regress a little bit. Um, But overall, you've got a very young roster who is who are playing good football right now. And, and you're, you're in a good position to add more talent next off season. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think you're right. This team is, is looking special and and you got a general manager who's hitting not on just day one picks, but on day two and day three picks. So it's hard not to be excited about this team, not just for the the remainder four games of, of this season, but well beyond,
0: you know, less than a year ago, we looked at the Stafford trade and didn't see the great value that Holmes got, but now as it settles in and you look at golf, you know, I see this guy as a quarterback for the next two to four years in Detroit. You're not going to be desperate to go out and waste a first round pick on a QB unless one's sitting there you love and you want to take. You can add pieces that increase your speed even more on defense that may help solidify the offensive line with quality backups. Golf's play right now, is where I get excited because you have a veteran quarterback who's still young. You have Jamison Williams who we've just had a a small taste of in two games. And to me, uh, I'll give Goff a deal. I'll take care of him for four years. I'll ride it out because this team is still extremely young on both sides of the ball.
1: Yeah, and I I think think you said something interesting that people don't necessarily always realize, and that Jared Goff is still kind of young himself. He's kind of that mixture of – He's been around six or seven years, but he's also what twenty seven, twenty eight. Exactly. Not, that's, that's not exactly a hold by by quarterback Saturn. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think and I think the way you put it is, is nice as well. Like they, if, if the guy is there this year and they really like him and they have a top four pick from the Rams this year, I don't mind them going and grabbing that quarterback. But they should be absolutely certain. And I know that's not something you can really be in the NFL draft at any point. Um, but but they are no longer pressured to do so because they have golf because they have a proven system that works right now with Jared Goff. They're a top five scoring offense. Jared Goff has been playing like a top ten quarterback. And and yeah, is he is he in that elite category? No, he's not. Is he going to bring you the mobility that that everyone seems to to want? No, he's not going to do that. But. He's a guy that's proven can can get you to a Super Bowl. He's proven right now that, that he fits what the Lions want right now. And so there's just no pressure to upgrade that position right now unless you're absolutely certain you have a superstar waiting for you in the draft. And so, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think this is, this is an opportunity for the Lions to continue to build around Jared Goff. You got him under contract for two more years. So let's see how maybe next year goes. And then you decide whether you want to extend Goff and, and continue down that road or then you, you look down the road. And, and obviously – It'd be nice if, if this were the year where there was an obvious guy, the Lions have the draft capital. Um, they're in a position where they can put a young rookie quarterback in a really good situation with a good offensive line and a lot of weapons. But, again, there there are other positions that, that need a, a more drastic upgrade, and, and there's no reason to force it right now for the Lions.
0: I think it's a no-brainer on re-upping with golf. where you're at right now, what he's done, even if they are 2-2, two and 3-1, two, and one. Uh, to finish, and uh, you get you know the the question I had: Can he throw the deep ball? And I looked at those throws to uh, DJ Chark and uh, Williams yesterday, and I'm like, you know, so many questions are getting answered. And again, I'm like you, yeah. I'm not I'm not banking on the playoffs and the miracle run. I'm not going to go there yet. Maybe talk to me when uh, they're controlling their destiny. which they aren't now, uh, but. Right. Where I'm excited about is next year, the next two, three years. And, again, that's with golf. Then you get those two first-rounders where you can add more speed and athletes uh, to the offense or probably preferably uh, the defense, another linebacker that can run, maybe a corner or a safety, a young safety who's athletic who can get after uh, the quarterback and also blow up some people over the middle. The options are there, Jeremy, and it's just shocking to see the complete football start to finish that they've played really in the last four games, uh, start to finish, uh, just, you know, Giants game, uh, Buffalo, even with the loss uh, at home, uh, you you look at the Jacksonville game and what Jacksonville did to Tennessee yesterday on the road and how well right. Trevor Lawrence is playing right now and what the Lions did to him. And then you look at a 10-2 and Minnesota team where the Lions were favored and everyone's going, what's going on? Why are they favored? Well, you saw it yesterday. It, it, it is beyond belief, uh, this territory, that I've never seen the Lions enter, ever.
1: Right. And and it's all about consistency, right? Because you, we've seen the Lions string together two or three performances like this, right? They they were even 2-0-1 under Matt Patricia at some point. But they could never do it consistently throughout, really even an entire month. And now now we have six games where the Lions are 5-1 and one mm. and really played well. And it really, like... I mean, it, it, it sounds weird saying it, but they played at an elite level for six straight games. That that is no longer a blip on the radar. That is a trend. And and yeah, I can't remember in which I, a time in which I saw the Lions play this consistently oh. well from week to week to week to week. And in some ways, they're getting better in a lot of ways each week. Their their pass defense outside of this last game better, better, better. And yeah, I, I I don't think you can look beyond that Jacksonville performance last week. As, as just oh they're a you know a three and seven team or whatever they were at the time. Like that that was a rising Jacksonville team that was playing with a lot of confidence and, and as you saw last week, like they, they took it to a really good Tennessee team. So I, I'm I'm almost at a loss of words for, for how well this team is playing right now. And I think that's why you have a lot of Lions fans believing they can run the table. Now the the problem with that is this is the NFL. Winning six games in a row is hard enough. Going nine and one is hard enough. I mean how many teams in the NFL Period have gone nine and one in the past. I don't know five six years. It doesn't happen very often because good teams lose to bad teams. Sometimes it's just how it works. So um, again, like that's why I want to preach a little patience for for some lines fans because while while it may look like on paper they should win every single one of these remaining games, that's that's just not how the NFL works. Sometimes no. upsets happen, and and it's not it's not a sign that the team blew it or the you know the coaching staff needs to be thrown out or. You know, the Lions are a bad team that can't close out games. It just means that's how the NFL worked. And hopefully next year they just don't dig themselves into such a big hole where they have no margin for
0: error. I will say if they can beat the Jets and Carolina on the road, two teams fighting to make the playoffs, uh, then I think I'm I'm ready to jump on that uh, playoff (laughs) train with uh, Chicago not playing for the postseason. And God knows where the Packers will be in that finale. Jeremy Reisman does a great job following the Lions, the NFL, pride of Detroit. Checking in on the Meyer guest sign. Wonderful conversation, Jeremy. If we don't talk, happy holidays. Hey, happy holidays. Thank you for having me. All right, Jeremy Reisman. Yeah, it's, they're for real.